welcome. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you to the show today. Today, we're going to be talking about seasonal allergies. Of course, it is a very hot topic as everybody is coming in and out of allergies every other week or so. So um, I think it's pretty important that we cover what they are, how they occur, and what you can do about them so you are not struggling with seasonal allergies and for them to render you essentially uh, incapable of being able to do your job and, you know, just enjoy your life. So uh, as always, obviously, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrWan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937 552 7364, you are more than welcome to call that number, um, you know, leave a voicemail uh, or talk to one of our team members, or you can simply text that number once again, 937-552-7364. You can text that number. If you want to talk to somebody, like I said, you got to make sure you hit option two. If not, you can just text that number. You can also find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on Instagram as well at Full Life Chiropractic. That's our handle. And um, you know, if you want to listen to this show on the road and or any other shows we've done in the past, you're more than welcome to search for us also on podcast via iTunes by searching Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. So I want to welcome you today and, you know, I, I definitely want to just touch base as to why it is that I get on radio and for those of you who are listening for the first time, um, you know, I'm pretty passionate. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez. I own Full Life Chiropractic in Troy, Ohio. And I think it's just very important for me to to obviously give a little bit of background as to who I am and why it is that I get on radio every single week. And, you know, for me, it all started eight years ago when I got that devastating phone call from my mom to tell me that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer. So at that moment, she starts crying on the phone. Then, of course, I start crying on the phone because my mom is my hero. And I remember seeing my mom as a single mother of three. Um, you know, struggling, working two jobs to put food on the table and a roof over our head. So I asked my mom when she got diagnosed, what are you going to do? She says, son, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation. And of course, at that moment, my heart sunk because I'm like, you know what? This is a guaranteed death sentence. I don't know what to do. I am scared out of my mind. My wife and I, Dr. Whitney and I are both chiropractic students. We don't know what to do. Um, you know, we're like, you know what? Uh, we know one thing, you know, your brain controls your body. We just got to make sure your brain is controlling your body optimally. So let's get your spine checked, mom. And we did. And when we saw her x-ray, the side of her neck, you are supposed to have a 45 degree angle. We saw my mom's x-ray only to find out she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. Her neck was completely straight. It's not normal. And then from front to back, you are supposed to be completely straight. Well, from T1 to T7, middle of the back. My mom had a bend in her spine uh, going off to the side. When I saw that, I knew that that was not helping anything. And it was obviously more likely not causing problems. So, you know, I remember also when I was younger, seeing my mom struggle with upper back pain, neck pain, headaches, uh, chronic sinus infections every year. And, you know, I, I do recall, I'm like, you know what, that that <laughs> that is not a surprise that you had that bend in your spine because... For years, she'd been struggling, and every single time she went to the doctor, she always got the same answer. And the answer, of course, being a medication, was meant to cover up a symptom that just allowed her body to continue to 
do what it was doing, but just at a muted level, and she just continued to slowly get worse until she was diagnosed with a disease that could take her life. So I ultimately asked my mom, like, why are you uh, finally doing something different when it comes to your health? Why don't you just do the medical model? She says, son, simple. I realized finally that I can die, and I want to see my grandchildren grow up. And for those grandchildren, she's referring to are my children. Eden, who's eight years old, Eve, who's six, John Luke, who is three, almost four, and Ellery, who is 10 months old. So my mom chose different because she wanted to have a different future for herself and not only herself, for the people that she loved. And because of that, I'm thankful, happy, and blessed to report my mom is still alive today. Eight years post-diagnosis, and of course, she's not out of the woods completely, but my mom is still alive and she's able to do, you know, everything she wants to the best of her ability and she is here able to just continue to be a blessing to her family and the people she loves so my question to you is always who is responsible for your health you are everybody knows the answer you are responsible for your own health it's not a trick it's not a trick question it's not something that you should be a stumped when we ask that question everybody knows you're responsible for your own health right but you know at the end of the day, we all choose different paths on how to achieve that health naturally or with drugs and surgery. So, you know, and today's topic, um, you know, is very, very pertinent because a lot of people deal with allergies all the time. You know, a lot of people have allergies that they're dealing with and not that they happen year round, but a lot of people deal with them year round. Uh, many more people deal with them when it comes to the season and meaning like seasonal allergies, whether it's spring or the fall, people just deal with allergies. And, you know, um, I just, just got to kind of just get the statistics really just to kind of bring everybody in as to how often and how common this is. So the Allergy and Asthma Foundation reports that one in five people or 50 million Americans suffer from some type of allergy. And obviously, this is crazy. 15 million people is quite a bit of people. And it's specifically seasonal allergies, to be more specific. And of course, food allergies as well. And of course, there's other types of allergies as well. You know, and the biggest thing is that the seasonal allergy is the one that obviously really really gets to people because you can have food allergies unless like they're causing some major issues in your gut you know digestive or skin typically you're not really too concerned with food allergies but when we're talking about you know you know sinus allergies you know congestion headaches watery itchy eyes you know all that stuff is not so fun because it looks like and you feel like you have a cold and your nose is stuffy, your throat is sore, and it's not very fun. And, you know, I was a very uh, sick kid. I, I would get colds, literally every cold I got <laughs> that anybody else got in school, I always would get it, and I couldn't understand why. And it's funny because I just got myself tested recently in the last, you know, six months or so, or five months, etc. And I come to find out that I've been severely allergic to milk cow's milk for like my entire life and I had no idea so one of my staple <laughs> breakfast go-to breakfast all-american breakfast even though I was living in Puerto Rico at the time was milk and cornflakes and I was sprinkled Nesquik uh, chocolate powder on there to make it a little more exciting right 
And I had that in every five to eight weeks, I would get a sinus infection or allergies or something that would then render itself into a, you know, cold slash seasonal, um, you know, allergy. And I would be sick, have a cough, hack, you know, be stuffy, etc. And then my mom would give me NyQuil. I would take all the medications. It would just kind of make me feel like I was floating in a cloud. And then eventually I would get well enough only to get sick again in three to five, six, eight weeks. So this is where the food allergies, uh, it's not something that we're just going to you know, completely like not worry about. But it's something that um, that is out there that would complicate other allergies that you have in your body. And they may manifest in a form that may seem like a seasonal sinus allergy, but it's really truly a food allergy. So what are our allergies? Actually, let's start. Let's start there. You know, I still have a seasonal, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a seasonal, but a food allergy to milk and a few other items. But obviously, I tried my very best to control, you know, consuming dairy. And, you know, I, I consume a lot of dairy alternatives, but allergies are allergies. So you have them. Sometimes you can reverse them. You can, you know, get your body to not react as aggressively against them. So you can tolerate some of those foods and things you enjoy that you may be allergic to. But, you know, the continual exposure to something that your body is allergic to over time is going to take its toll in the pro-inflammatory response and is going to create a major disease such as a cancer or something as crazy like that because you're literally insulting the body over and over and over. So what is an allergy? And an allergy is defined as literally a type of bodily reactivity or hypersensitivity to an antigen in response to its first exposure or an exaggerated pathological immunological reaction, obviously like sneezing, wheezing, you know, difficulty breathing, itchy eyes, rashes, etc., to a substance, situation, or physical state. So basically an allergy is your body overreacting to something that is normally found in the environment. So I always explain it this way, so if you heard this before, I apologize, but some of you are listening for the first time or have not been listening very long. Last time I talked about seasonal allergies was probably a year ago, two years ago, but seasonal allergies, right, or just allergies, period, what it is is the immune system is attacking against not only the allergen or the antigen or the bad guy that the body suspects, but then it's actually fighting that off so hard and it's punching so hard that it's like over swinging, hitting the bad guy and also hitting the good guy. So, and this is what allergies do and they over react, not only damaging and killing or suppressing the invader, it also then starts causing um, issues in your own body and attacking your own body, which is obviously a concern because then you start attacking your own body. The body then has to respond. And this is where the back and forth allergic reaction happens, inflammatory reaction responds. And then, you know, a ton of other things happen. And before you know it, you're feeling lousy and you're not healing effectively and you're not able to do what you like to do or, you know, just be a blessing to, you know, the, the kingdom or the people around you that love you and care about you. So this is why it is important to understand why allergies happen. And that's exactly what I'm going to be diving into a little bit more here 
uh, in the next few segments, but I do have to take a quick break here. You're once again listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Daisies and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, of course, I'd like to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic, on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can also find us by calling our office at 937 952-7364. You can also find us on Instagram at Full Life Chiropractic. Also find us on podcasts via iTunes or Spotify as well. You can search for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan and you can listen to this show or any of the shows we've done in the past. So uh, coming back from break here, we're talking about seasonal allergies. So if you're just joining us, you know, in the first segment I walked through uh, what an allergy is. Once again, it's an over response of the immune system, not only attacking the good, you know, the bad, but it's also attacking the good as an overreaction or an overreach. Um, so, you know, yes, of course, there's seasonal allergies or food allergies. There's a ton of other different things that can happen, like, you know, um, you know, allergies to the skin or the eyes, you know, indoor allergies or outdoor allergies, or you can be allergic, you know, allergic to some drug or medication. Of course, those are all different types, but the, the type that I'm talking about right now uh, on this radio show is the seasonal allergy that has to do with your sinuses. I'll touch a little bit more on the food allergies, but really the focus is on seasonal allergies because right now the weather's changing, as you all noticed, right? Yes, a couple cold days and a couple you know warm days, but nonetheless, weather's changing, and now there's pollen and all these other allergens in the air causing obviously some issues. So some of the symptoms that you know, I want you to just kind of be aware of, of what allergies are. Some of the most common symptoms, and some of, and the reason I go through these is because nine times out of 10, I always get a patient that will come in after they listen to the show. So I appreciate you patients listening. You know, uh, one of my patients told me that I sounded like I was in a fishbowl the last, uh, so big shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was something with my microphone apparently. But nonetheless, um, the 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 biggest thing is though you know understanding because people will be like well i had no idea that had to do with me having an allergy so this is why i go through these symptoms because these symptoms um obviously are uh, you know i go through these symptoms because these symptoms are some things that people have they don't even realize that they're you know dealing with an allergy so the most common is obviously, of course, a runny nose, itchy nose, congestion, and stuffiness. Of course, anything with your nose, kind of itching, stuffy, etc. Obviously, more likely than not, an allergic reaction, right? Then another type of symptoms, you know, skin rashes, redness, hives, dryness, even like peeling or itchiness. Of course, that is also a sign of actual, uh, a symptom of actual, you know, allergies. Tingling or itchy sensations in the mouth and on the lips. That's one of those that like most people don't even know. Uh, and some people do know, but most people are like, oh, my, uh, you know, I got tingling and itchiness and, you know, in the mouth and on the, on the lips. 
is doesn't have to do anything with anything. It's not about what you ate or what you drank, etc. You may be having an allergic reaction to something you're exposed to, right? Now, another one is swelling of the tongue, lip, throat, or face. You know, some people have the these things happen to them and they don't even realize that that could be an allergy or an allergic reaction happening. Nausea and vomiting, of course, very obvious that you some people do have those symptoms when they are having an allergy or an allergic attack. Diarrhea, abdominal pain or abdominal cramps, uh, coughing, wheezing, trouble breathing, asthma, like symptoms, clearly, obviously allergic um, reactions, you know, would have some of these symptoms that look very similar to an asthma attack. Dizziness, lightheadedness, and, and obviously, and sometimes in severe cases, you can lose your consciousness if you are exposed to something you're severely allergic to. So obviously those are symptoms that a lot of people may be familiar with most of them, but some of them are like, yeah, hey, I had no idea that tingling and, and itchiness in the, in the mouth along the lips also would be an issue with allergies. So I do have to take another quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO, the Answers and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Of course, my job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you back. For those of you just joining us, welcome to Living the Full Life. I'm your host, Dr. Juan Fernandez, owner of Full Life Chiropractic in Troy, Ohio. And I want to welcome you back to the show, and today we've been talking about seasonal allergies. So uh, if you missed the first half of the show, you can don't worry. You can always go back to Spotify or Podcast via iTunes and search for the show, this show, or any of the other 100-plus shows we've done. And you can listen to whatever topic and get educated in that and make different choices so you can continue to improve your health overall naturally without drugs and surgery. So, you know, coming back from the break... Um, you know, I was talking about seasonal allergies, some of the symptoms that people do experience, such as, you know, coughing, wheezing, gen- uh, you know, uh, general sinus stuffiness or congestion, etc. Uh, but I want to go a little bit more into what causes allergies, right? So everybody clearly is different, but some of the most common causes of allergies and some of the more common allergens, right? Things that cause allergies, allergens, right? Are things such as pollen from trees, plants, and grass. So clearly everything is, you know, sprouting right now, all the flowers and trees, etc. So the pollen that comes from that clearly is one of the major culprits for actual allergies, right? Also, dust, including kinds found in or around your home, right? So this is where we all know that there will be little dust bunnies running around, right? Dust bunnies is is clumps of dust that are just come together. And this is something that I would say, you know, dust, uh, especially indoors, uh, it's going to be a huge issue because there's a lot of little things that, you know, end up in the house. I know the outside 
is you know it's dirty right the inside of a house is supposed to be kind of clean and sacred right but the reality is this though that's like the end spot for some allergens to show up that just kind of linger around and hang out for a while so you know obviously it's an issue so definitely should look into you know proper ways of dusting and cleaning so you're not you know just recirculating them in the air and then eventually settle down again and you <laughs> then see it you know as a dust bunny or dust on something uh, clearly not, not allowing your body to function effectively. So another one of the main causes, most of the more common causes are things such as certain foods, you know, like gluten, dairy, tree nuts, obviously eggs, soy, shellfish, etc. So those are also allergies that people have that would obviously, you know, trigger the body's inability to function effectively. Right. Insect bites, things, right? Animal fur, dander, mold, um, you know, certain medications such as antibiotics, latex. So, you know, so this is where, you know, all these things can be causing your seasonal allergies, right? So some of the, the, the reality is that you're not going to be able to avoid all those things, right? Um, you know, I had a patient in the past that, you know, hasn't had a, a latex allergy and she made us aware and then we decorated the office with a few latex balloons and she was just you know breaking out in hives that's how sensitive she was right so of course um you, you have to be aware of what, what the things what the triggers are but the reality is that you cannot live life in a bubble unless you do and you can and you decide to do this on you but you cannot live life in a bubble and be protected from everything. So you're going to be exposed to some of these things. So you just got to figure out how to manage it. And I'll be going over that here shortly. But, you know, some of the conventional treatments for allergies, and it's, I always just do the comparison. So what does the medical model do? Once again, they, they're trying to do the best they can with what they have. So what does the medical model do when it comes to allergies, right? So over-the-counter products, right? Such as decongestants, right? Sufed, etc. Uh, antihistamines, which obviously are drugs that prevent the release of a chemical histamine, right? Antihistamines, histamines is what is actually being prevented. But um, if it's histamines, right, then your body, um, you know, would be forced to not create as many histamines causing some of that, you know, inflammation. So antihistamines, you know, Benadryl is a really good example of one. Um, immunotherapy drugs are also you know, um, a, a good way to treat, you know, especially if you want to go the medical route and do drugs and et cetera, then by all means, immunotherapy could be something that, you know, would allow your, your body to, to reassess that threshold point and where your body starts, you know, the, especially the immune systems are, you know, going berserk and attacking everything in sight. So another conventional treatment is eye drops, right? So like, especially if your eyes are itchy or watery or dry, Eye drops is something that I've seen work very, very well with patients, right? Skin creams, you know, especially when you have skin rashes, etc. So obviously, um, you know, an issue. So definitely a cream of some sort would help with that in the conventional world. Corticosteroids to control the inflammation. I'm going to go off on corticosteroids here for a second because I had a patient just asked me this past week or the week before. They're all running together, but nonetheless, right? Corticosteroids are, you know, very powerful anti-inflammatories, right? Which is great. 
The problem is that corticosteroids actually when injected into the body, specifically at a local site, let's say that you have a bad, you know, knee and they're like, Hey, you know, your knee's really bad. We got to do surgery. We're going to wait. We're going to go ahead and inject it with corticosteroids. Why? Because they're trying to reduce the inflammation. The problem is this. If those corticosteroids get into that area, are they going to stay in that specific area? Of course not, right? They're going to circulate around, and that's the problem. So corticosteroids will circulate around. Then they're creating their own problems, right? Um, you know, little tidbit, and I did a radio show on this, I think a year ago, two years ago, maybe three years ago, that the corticosteroids will also start creating blood sugar irregulation. So if you've been in a corticosteroid for many, many years, and you, for some reason... All of a sudden, you're being told your blood sugar is kind of a disaster. We got to do something about it. Chances are that you're more likely than not been kind of, you know, jacking up your blood sugar levels, especially insulin levels, etc. Right. So then, you know, another treatment that's conventional when it comes to your diet is to do elimination, the elimination diet, such as, you know, hey, I'm going to reduce gluten free. So like my kids are gluten free. I am dairy free personally. Right. So. These food allergies that may occur, uh, it may be one or two components inside of something that you utilize, right? So, you know, when you do the elimination diet, so you want to reduce things such as gluten and dairy, so you're not continually exposing your body to all those items over and over, right? So it is really, really important to understand that there's a difference between a sub-threshold, you know, exposure and a sub-threshold reaction, and then also a severe allergic attack that can actually kill you. So this is where, you know, um, you know, there's a very, very blurred line right now in between like, oh, is that person allergic or are they allergic with the air quotes, right? Are they really allergic? So really allergic is the person that walks around with the epinephrine pen that they would literally stick in their, like literally stick in their thigh if they have any issues with, you know, an exposure of something that's actually really, really, you know, severe for them. So this is where, you know, the conventional treatment, obviously, of course, it does the best it can and it does really good work in certain aspects of it. But the biggest challenge is that the actual conventional treatment is all about giving a medication or a chemical to suppress what the body is doing, which once again, of course, if you have really itchy eyes and you're teary and your you know your your nose is watering and you know running and you're sl- you have a slight cough you're tired etc obviously like you know <laughs> um you know you need to do what you need to do and i get that right but if you are you know in the in the boat of like hey you know every once in a while i get a really itchy nose and like my eyes water for a little bit but then it goes away you, if you're in that boat then you can actually tolerate doing something a little less invasive, not just necessarily the drugs, right? So I would definitely highly encourage you to, you know, look into and research and find research studies about the, you know, the the way your the way your body's reacting to whatever allergy you have and the way that you your your body is going to react if you were to eliminate. So uh, I would look into, you know, different things that can help that are natural more so than doing, obviously, a medication. Because 
truthfully, you're going to continue to create that allergy. It's only going to get stronger. But then also you're suppressing your immune system. And suppressing your immune system, I'm pretty sure you guys can tell, it's probably not an intelligent thing because the immune system is what keeps you healthy, right? That's what fights off all the enemy invaders, etc. So the immune system needs to stay nice and healthy. And obviously, you know, if you suppress that immune system because you're taking things like corticosteroids or, you know, uh, some sort of immunotherapy drug, etc., now you're messing with how the body is supposed to function. And then you're going to create an open avenue for other things to start happening, which, of course, is not what you want. So now, of course, there are some medical options on what you can do over the counter medicines as well. Right. But there's also a natural allergy release of symptoms. So, you know, and and I'm going to walk you through some of these, um, you know, some of these uh, solutions as to what you can do. So. One of the number one ways you can actually start reducing the amount of inflammation you have or the amount of, you know, allergic reaction you have is by eating an anti-inflammatory diet. So I, you know, I always go into this, you know, I talk about this diet all the time. So really important because you're reducing a ton of the sugar content, um, you know, out of your diet, but then you're also putting in some things that are known, these things that are known to be powerful anti-allergic you know reaction items that are found in nature so example like garlic right garlic is super important when it comes to you know um not only antifungal anti etc but also reducing inflammation and reducing the reaction of the body when it's exposed to an actual allergen right lemons is another one another one of those things that you can do to start incorporating in, in, in your body this anti-inflammatory diet. So lemons are pretty important because obviously whenever you consume lemons, there's a good amount of you know antioxidants, etc. But also really important is it has a lot of really good quality, you know, immune boosting foods that are going to allow your body to recover and heal or function faster, right? Green leafy vegetables, leafy green vegetables, obviously, of course, um, you know, obviously have a ton of really, really, really good, um, you know, really, really good actual uh, nutrients. So green leafy vegetables uh, have a few items and, and enzymes that allow you to reduce um, you know, the inflammation in your body. So I do have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Bain Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by searching Living the Full Life via podcast and iTunes. You can find us also by searching on Spotify, Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. So if you want a hold of us, you can get a hold of us by doing all those things. Or lastly, calling our number at 937-552-7364. 
Um, you know, obviously you can press option two if you want to talk to somebody. If not, you can just leave a voicemail or you can text that number once again, 937-552-7364. All right. So, uh, for those of you who's joining us, we've been talking about seasonal allergies, what causes them, what they are, how your body responds to them, etc. But I, you know, really want to just give a couple more tips on what you can do naturally to reduce the hypersensitivity that people have when they have these allergies. So, um, uh, I left off at lemons as far as, you know, and green leafy vegetables that you can be taking in, right? So probiotic rich foods also are really important because probiotics allow your gut to stay anti-inflammatory and it also helps repair, excuse me, repair the damaged intestinal lining, right? So very, very, very simple to, you know, way to, to heal and correct the gut lining is by consuming protein-rich foods, right? Uh, bone broth. So you got to reduce, you know, bone broth um, to, you know, you got to, you can use bone broth in order to actually, you know, heal the inside of the gut. Um, one of the main ways that you can heal leaky gut is by consuming bone broth. And this is where you have to cut out sugar. You have to cut out all these other foods that are allergic or you could be allergic to. But uh, bone broth is just one of those ways that you can, you know, really start affecting your gut and your gut and your health and your body's ability to do everything it was designed to do naturally. So coconut milk is the best alternative to cow's milk. So this is where coconut milk, I would say, is a, it's a very, very strong, you know, milk that you can consume for, you know, cakes and you know cereal etc but the coconut milk has a lower 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 level of you know things that are not really all that best for you such as the you know in the dairy just having that protein it, it can cause a ton of ton of issues so reducing you know dairy intake by consuming coconut milk is a pretty intelligent idea so uh a couple other things you can do is almond butter and seeds and then gluten-free flours and grains. So, you know, another way that you can actually also start preventing your body's overreaction to seasonal allergies is by consuming local raw honey. The reason why is because of honeybees, um, you know, use the pollination, you know, getting the nectar from the flower. When they do that, they bring some of that back and trace mineral amounts into your actual body and then that creates obviously a um it's kind of like a threshold you know awareness of it so your body knows like okay there's a little bit there i know what to do i know what to do but if you were never to consume local raw honey right every you know every actual seasonal allergy especially you know from our from our um from from us being exposed to it any seasonal allergy and any of those pollens that you could be exposed to uh, it's going to be so much of a higher response by the body, which then, of course, it's not very fun. But if you if you are exposing your body to that sub-threshold level, when you then come out of the winter and you go into the spring, you're not going to have that big punch in the face of, you know, oh, hey, there's pollen there attacking me and my nose is super stuffy. I can't function, right? Because you've been taking care of it by consuming local raw honey. Last tip. I want to give is consuming apple cider vinegar. Uh, apple cider vinegar, especially the really good high quality 
um, really, uh, you know, helps for you to get rid of the actual congestion. So you can drink a glass of water with a teaspoon of, you know, apple cider vinegar and some lemon juice, right? But the reality is that, you know, um, you can also utilize it to do a sinus flush, for example, in your neti pot. So you got to make sure you're utilizing a really good high quality one. But nonetheless, you know, it's another way to be able to restore some of that pH back into, you know, the sinus cavity and allowing the environment to be so hostile to actual, you know, invaders for invaders along with, you know, um, you know, pro-inflammatory response in the body, just allowing that to be kept in check. So, you know, apple cider vinegar is something that I, you know, I've been utilizing for a while. You know, of course, I, I use it every day and then I will stop for a couple of weeks and I just reinstated. But at the end of the day, apple cider vinegar is a phenomenal, phenomenal product for all the things that you're trying to do naturally. So, folks, I am out of time. So thankful for you guys joining me. Uh, happy Easter. Uh, you know, it's just such a blessing to be able to celebrate that in our country freely without prosecution. So happy Easter. I hope you guys have an amazing day tomorrow with your families. You know, thanks so much for listening to the show. You guys have a blessed week. Once again, you're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dan Season Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.